One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome to episode two of Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. Before we jump in, I wanted to first acknowledge what's going on in the world right now. This episode airs on May 19th, 2020, which if you're listening to it as it's released, you know, is right in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. First, I just wanted to say that I hope you all are staying healthy and safe and finding some calm in the middle of the storm that is 2020 so far. Launching this podcast has been on my list for a long time, but with all of the pain and chaos in the world right now, it felt more important than ever to do my part in building strong small businesses and supporting strong small businesses in our communities. And so here I am figuring things out as I go. It's not going to be perfect, but my commitment to you is that it will be valuable. So if you listen to the first episode, you know that this podcast is based on one simple premise. Small businesses can make a big impact. In fact, I'll go even further. Small businesses can change the world. But I hear you saying, what does that actually mean? Well, that's what today's episode is all about. Today, we'll go over my 10 favorite ways that you can start to do good with your small business. Owning a small business is the first time in my career that I felt aligned with what I do, that I not only enjoy my day-to-day work, but I genuinely feel like I'm making a positive contribution to the world. But when I first started running a small business, I was so overwhelmed by all the decisions I had to make. What should my products look like? Where should I get them made? What should my marketing say? Who should I hire? What kind of manager should I be? Where should I sell my products? What should I do with my revenue? And on and on and on. But little by little, I've come to see the amazing power that comes when you add up all of these seemingly small decisions. It reminds me of a phrase my partner shared with me recently, which is commonly used in the ecology field, and that is, you can't do just one thing, which is to say, everything we do has an impact and a ripple effect, positive or negative. We just have to decide what kind of impact we're making. And in every decision we make, there's the opportunity to do good. For example, let's say I'm a clothing designer. Here are some of the decisions I might have to make. What materials will I use to make the clothing? How are the materials made? What do my advertisements look like? Do my customers see themselves and their bodies reflected in the models I choose? Who's making the clothes? Are they earning a living wage? How do I package and ship my clothing? What is the impact on the environment? For all of the materials I use in my business that I purchase from other businesses, how are those businesses run? How do they treat their employees? Do they have any political or cause affiliations I want to know about? And then what do I do with the revenue that comes in? How do I decide what to do with profits? Do I give raises to my employees, pay myself a bonus, donate it? 
I have to stop right now and say I do not do this perfectly. I don't think anyone does. But every time we ask ourselves one of these questions and make a thoughtful, considered decision about what to do, we're taking one step in the right direction. So let's get into my list of 10 ways that your business can do good. I'll go through the 10 ways first, and then I'll talk about each one in a little bit of detail. Number one, find a cause you believe in and donate a percentage of your revenue or profits to it. Number two, view every business purchase as a vote for the kind of world you want to see. Number three, be authentic online. Number four, support other small businesses. Number five, be a more than fair employer. Number six, provide kind and human customer service. Number seven, stand up for what you believe in. Number eight, mentor and share your knowledge. Number nine, think through the environmental impacts of your business practices. And number 10, give back to your local community. All right, so starting with number one, find a cause you believe in and donate a percentage of your revenue or profit to it. This is pretty self-explanatory, but the one thing I would say is just don't get stuck here. There are so many things you probably care about and organizations close to your heart. Um, But the sooner you pick one and start donating, the more impact you can make. You might be like me. I couldn't pick one organization. So this is how I do it. Every quarter, I pick a new organization and I donate 5% of my gross profit. So what that means is that I take all the money that's coming in to Good Sheila, which is my stationary business, and then I subtract the cost of buying my product. So this is not all my business expenses. It's just the cost of inventory. For me, that's greeting cards, vinyl stickers, etc. So I take the revenue, I subtract the cost of my inventory, and that leaves me with my gross profit. I take 5% of that number, and each quarter I donate it in a one-time payment to the organization that I've chosen. You can do this in a million different ways. And again, I just wouldn't get too hung up on it. You can always change your mind and restructure it later. But the important thing is to just get started. Number two, view every business purchase as a vote for the kind of world you want to see. Of course, this applies to your personal life, too. But I think it's important to try to remember to do this in business as well. The main way that I've applied this is to be as aware as I can of the corporations that I spend a lot of money with. So particularly organizations that I'm buying with on an ongoing basis. For me and my stationary business, that's the printers of my cards, the printers of my vinyl stickers, the companies I order packaging materials from, and so on. So whenever I'm looking at a new vendor, particularly one that I'm going to be continuously investing in, I do some basic research on the corporation. So here are some questions that I like to consider and you might want to think about too. Where do they make their products and in what conditions? What political affiliations does this company have? What causes or campaigns do they donate to? What can you find out about how this company treats its workers? Is the company minority or woman-owned? And does the company do any charitable giving? Number three, be authentic online. Does this one feel a little bit weird to you? (laughs) It might. 
but it's actually super important to me. Social media has profoundly changed the way that we interact with the world and the way we see the world, and especially the way that we see ourselves in comparison to other people. I think it's so important to share the truth online, not to paint the picture of a life of perfection if that's not your reality, because someone out there is always looking at that post and subconsciously or consciously comparing themselves and their lives to it. I'm not saying we shouldn't share our wins and triumphs and occasional poolside cocktails in Hawaii, but I am saying that's not all we should share. Number four, support other small businesses. One thing I've been constantly surprised by in owning a small business is how many things I have to buy in order to sell things. This is especially true for product-based businesses where you're buying materials or inventory, but no matter what kind of business you have, running a business comes with a lot of expenses. I would encourage you just to think about where you're spending your money and if there are ways that you can show another small business the kind of support you'd love to receive. Of course, there's a lot of other ways to support other small businesses, even things as small as simply just tagging them on social media. Number five, be a more than fair employer. We spend so much of our lives working. Your employees, your service providers, contractors spend a lot of their time working to make your business a success. Of course, they get something out of the deal, a paycheck, but I'd encourage you to think about other ways you can actively make their lives better beyond that. So whether that looks like benefits, bonuses, better pay, perks, time off, or even just as a baseline, being a very fair and kind boss. There's so much you can do here. Number six, provide kind and human customer service. This is one of my favorite things on this list. It may seem small, but every interaction with your customer or audience is an opportunity to make their day better. This is such an easy thing to do, and it's so often overlooked. How often do you get really good customer service that makes you smile and makes your day better? Probably not often enough. I know I don't. But being unexpectedly kind encourages the recipient of your act of kindness to do the same, which creates a ripple effect of kindness. This is so easy, so fulfilling, and such a powerful way to do good. Number seven, stand up for what you believe in. This one is hard, and I know not everyone is going to agree with this. We live in a world that is increasingly divisive, and being vocal about your beliefs can and probably will cost you business. But at the same time, businesses have power and influence, and many of the companies I admire the most, I know, are the ones who are willing to take a stand for the world they want and use their power for good. Number eight, mentor and share your knowledge. Here's something to think about. No matter where you are now, there's someone else who would want to be in your shoes. Even if you don't feel like an expert, your experience gives you knowledge, knowledge that could come in very handy to someone trying to make it in your field. Some people get prickly here about competition and trade secrets and keeping things close to their chest, but I like to keep in mind the JFK quote, a rising tide lifts all boats. In other words, the better we all do, the better we all do. I'm not saying you have to go get coffee and let anyone who wants to pick your brain, but I would start to look at your knowledge as valuable and think about ways you can share it. That might mean blog posts, creating community, speaking at events, sharing tips on social media, whatever that looks like. Number nine, think through the environmental impacts of your business. 
I think this one explains itself pretty well, but I just challenge you to imagine what a difference it would make in the world if all businesses prioritized treating the earth kindly. This will probably apply more heavily to product-based businesses, but I would encourage all businesses to think through this. A couple of places to start would be to think about your shipping practices, the packaging you use, the actual materials used to create your goods, and the processes used to manufacture your goods. Number 10, give back to your local community. There are so many ways to be a good citizen in your community. You can really get creative here, but some ideas are to sponsor a local sports team, donate products or services to a school auction, volunteer your skills and talents to a nonprofit, etc., etc. So there you go. 10 ways you can start thinking about building a small business that changes the world. So what would you add to this list? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Connect with me at Making Good Podcast on Instagram. As always, you can find all the details about each episode on our website. Head over to makinggoodpodcast.com slash two. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a rating and review. Not only would I love to read what you thought, but it will help us get in front of other people who could also do good with their small businesses. That's all I have for today. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time.